Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Our topic today is testing for volatile fatty acid profiles and silages. Dr. Bill Mahana, Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Coordinator, explains just what volatile fatty acids, or VFAs, are. VFAs are um, what's produced by the bacteria when silage ferments. And um, we have lactic acid, which is uh, extremely uh, powerful at reducing pH, which is really not a volatile acid. And then we have all the others, um, acetic acid and butyric acid and propionic acid, some of these others that are, that are produced uh, in the silage mass. What they do is, is cause the pH to uh, decline in silage, which offers us our preservation effect. It seems like we're seeing a recent interest in testing for VFAs. Why is that? Well, I think it's twofold. Several laboratories have brought this technology on board in the, in the last few years, forage labs. And so as nutritionists are really working to try to fine-tune rations, uh, they're looking for every tool that they can possibly employ uh, to help look at balancing rations, what may cause variability in the ration, what may be causing intake problems. Uh, all those issues, uh, it's just another uh, arrow in the quiver of the nutritionist's the issue, though, and, and we do a tremendous amount of VFA uh, testing uh, with our silage inoculant development program at Pioneer, is that there's a tremendous amount of variability. If you were to sample across the face of a bunker, for example, and took 10 different samples, you would probably come back with 10 different uh, VFA profiles, especially in uninoculated silage where you're allowing the natural epiphytes in the field to ferment that. Um, with inoculated silage, I think you'll probably find a little bit less variability because you're dosing that feed with a very high level uh, of uh, bacteria that you're adding that are known to be aggressive in silage and grow and hopefully give us a more uniform uh, VFA profile. Well, if there is so much variability, then what's the point in testing at all? Uh, I think that's a valid question in that I think that it can give us some ideas about the quality of the fermentation, but um, I receive a lot of calls from nutritionists and dairy producers where if the volatile fatty acid profile is a little out of sync from what some of the early recommendations were, uh, for example, we used to um, talk about a, a three-to-one ratio between lactic acid and acetic acid. And if people see that uh, maybe coming closer to a uh, you know, uh, two-to-one or a one-to-one, is that causing us problems on the dairy? And really, the literature, the data is, is quite clear that that's really not the case the other thing that's kind of confounded this a little bit is there are some new uh, bacterial inoculants out there that contain a strain of organism called Lactobacillus buchneri. And these bacteria purposefully produce more acetic acid in the silage, which really helps improve bunk life considerably when you're feeding uh, the silage out. And so you can have altered VFA ratios if you're causing it with this Lactobacillus buchneri. You can get high acetic acids from other not-so-positive ways, uh, yeast, for example, or acetobacters, some natural organisms that we don't like the acetic acid being produced from them. So, again, it's a little bit confusing out there, but I, I do think there is some utility in looking at it, but uh, I don't think you can put a lot of blame on altered uh, levels, although there is one exception, butyric acid. I think if you have halage that smells like butyric acid and that light green kind of color and it really, really stinks, I think there's a great utility in, in measuring the butyric acid level there. There's some recommendations from Gary Etzel out of the vet school in Madison that talks about, you know, not trying to have more than, say, 50 grams uh, of butyric acid 
in the ration of a cow or may uh, reduce dry matter intake and, and increase the risk of ketosis in early lactation cows and then uh, maybe 150 or so grams in later lactation cows. But I think if we look at that and quantify it and say, okay, we know butyric acid's a problem, uh, that, you know, we don't want to exceed that 50 grams of butyric. So there I do think there is some great utility in testing it. That's Pioneer Nutrition Sciences Coordinator Dr. Bill Mahana. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.